Hi, Internet. Kim here. Chris here, and this is Rambling Tea Time. We are back with another episode. How are you doing today, Christopher? I am doing fantastic, Kim. I'm always fantastic. Even when the world looks grim and sad, I am fantastic. Okay, that's great. I'm always fine. <laughs> no, really. Fine is my default everything, but fine also means everything. Does that make sense to you? No, it does not. Fine is I'm not doing okay. Fine <laughs> is I'm doing fine. Fine is I'm doing great. Fine is I'm doing well. Fine is things are perfect. Fine is everything, everything sucks also. Yeah. So you're fine, fine is my world is collapsing and I'm wondering if I should continue on with life. <laughs> <laughs> fine is everything. That's a mood right there. Like, wow. Is it? Yeah. Well, I'm just going to say, you smell very nice today. I don't know what it is. It's like a new cologne or something. Okay, so I didn't really like how you said that. Oh, my God. Because you added today. Oh, You know, God. that also makes... Not also. That always makes people feel a certain way when you add on a... What is it? A naughty... An, uh, a signifier of... Like, of the time. Only this time you smell nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, whatever you have on smells good. I Jeesh. know, my roll-on smells great. You should have just said, Kim, you smell really great. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I wasn't trying to say that you don't smell nice all the time. Just that I'm close proximity of you right now and I can smell that you smell nice. I'm uh -huh. sorry that giving you a compliment has to have you thinking, oh my gosh. What happened? I might do so no, no, bad no, no, no. every other day. Here's the thing. I don't think that you think that I <laughs> smell bad on other days. Uh -huh. Because I know that I smell good. You understand? Yes. The roll-on that I use is very delicious. Anyway. <sighs> what? Do you do you have a roll-on that's delicious? You're looking at me with jealousy. No. I'm just you're weird. That whole part would define and all this. You're very weird. And I accept your weirdness. You know, I had a weird dream recently. About? I was at some kind of ceremony or a conference or something. Whatever it was, I was standing on the stage behind the person who was talking to like this big crowd. Okay. And the person continued to talk even though... It seems like all of us had enough or <laughs> whatever. And someone from the crowd shout out, um, what, when is it going to be over? Um, we're really exhausted and stuff like that. Like there were people were getting agitated, you know, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. And I poked out from behind the person who was talking or giving a speech or whatever. I said, it's the numbness, isn't it? Your butt gets numb, right? And then I said, <laughs> oh it's so God. weird, I know. Then I said, a show of hands for those whose butts get numb. And people raised their hand and I was like, 
mm-hmm. and I checked out the other side of the crowd and then I was like yeah and then I went back to my place and then it was over <laughs> what a weird dream you know we should do we, we should probably do that episode about dreams and their meanings I would like to know what that dream I am means. certain it has no meaning <laughs> and if no, I don't Meaning think so. probably you shouldn't eat before bed or something like that. What do you mean? It was about butt numbness. Yeah. I, I don't even... Uh, I mean, I have some pretty odd dreams sometimes as well. Like, like that one where... Oh, have I ever told you about the um the dream where I woke up crying? Like What? What uh, is this? Okay. I had a... I was, I was dreaming... And I had like a wife and a kids, and then oh, my wife and kids died, mm-hmm, and I was mm-hmm. trying to find out. Um, I can't remember. Is there some cliche way that they died? Probably car accident or some nonsense. You know how stuff is. And I was trying to find out who killed them, or maybe it was murder. But I was trying to find out who killed my wife and kids and whatnot. And then I found the guy, and then he got away. And then I woke up because I got killed. I got shot. And I was teared because I didn't revenge. And when I woke up, I was like, that was a fucking depressing dream. Right. I remember <laughs> you telling me you felt really bad I for your like daughter. I felt really bad for the entire day for this fake dream family that yeah. I never had. I was just like, wow. I had a similar dream too. But anyhow, we'll deal with that in our <laughs> dreams episode that we days. should do. Yeah. Right. So. What we have been up to lately is watching movies. Yes. Um, we had ourselves, I guess you can call it a movie night. Yes, yes, we did. Yes. Are we going to start with the first movie? Um, yeah, let's just start. Let's go. The first movie we watched was Falling Down. Yes. It's from 1993, by yes. the way. Yes. It's uh, an old movie. Old. It's uh, as old as me. Barely. Well technically yes how old are you oh wait 1993 you said yeah yeah y'all are basically twins yeah it's going to be 27 years old i'm going to be what this year 29 god yeah oh god that's just where does the time go i was a young man just the other day I mean, you never looked it, but it's good to be a dream. Okay, so moving on. So the gist or the summary of Falling Down is that one day this guy... Has a just panic attack in like, his car in the beginning, right? Well, I guess so. The heat is signifying his underlying rage, yes. you know, with things. And he gets fed up. He's trying to make his way home for his daughter's birthday. Yes, and yes. he just, ongoing throughout the day, gradually keeps having a worse and worse day <laughs> yeah. and having to deal with more and more crap. Yeah, But it's probably not the message of the story him getting that way it's more like how how just one like instance could cause you to just go down a path that you might regret right i think when watching it there are lots of people i would say most people who work to eat yeah could easily end up going on this path <laughs> really, really. snapping one day yeah because you know things always pile up i mean it don't not just work either just 
life might just that's call what you I mean, stress you know the stressors of life things continue to pile up and you know sometimes you can't deal with everything yeah. um this story had some stuff about like society <laughs> it was about you know his fed upness his more and more getting upset with society yes and just people in general stopping him from like just being you know well i don't think anyone was stopping him from just being i mean that part where he um he after he came from the korean store after he got mad at the korean guy for for upselling the uh the bunch of like sodas and all the stuff in the store and he just sits down in like gang territory or whatever and the guys just come up to him just trying to mess with him he just like kind of just like really this is a gang thing right now yeah really? that was for me really... sitting down on your goddamn stoop yeah, of nothingness yeah, yeah. it's like no one is here yes. it's like why in the middle of a something? field yeah there are people like that for real who would just want to start something yeah. for nothing for no reason I, really... I wasn't upset when he beat them with <laughs> the, the baseball bat. Uh, I okay. think that's another thing that I like to the movie too. It's like every altercation he goes to, he's slowly picking up a different type of weapon. Right. Because at the career store, he got mad and the guy pulled his bat to like defend himself. He took it from him. Yes. And then, and then he, he used that on the guys from the gangland. <laughs> and took their knife. And took the knife. <laughs> and so on and whatnot. Um, there are some things that can be seen as racist like the things that he said to the korean guy and then he says to those guys who i guess are like latino um and then there's even like racism to to towards like white people as well i guess that's mixed in for good measure (laughs) i mean everybody could be a bastard and it's, it's like, true. I liked how when he meets up with the Nazi guy, mm-hmm. and the Nazi guy is like, I heard about you, I heard about you, the violence and you killing, you killing them, all those black folk or whatever, right? And the guy is like, I'm an American, you're a, you're a Nazi, I am not like you, everybody's just stopping me from going home, mm-hmm. and I am not going to, like, put up with this, like, nonsense and stuff so even though my man might not be the most um sensible guy in his head right now he still knows where he a nazi he calls a nazi for being a goddamn fucking nazi and Mm -hmm. i kind of like that i also like the scene prior to this where he's in the (laughs) um the fake uh, mcdonald's place he asks for breakfast and it's like He's, they say breakfast is at eleven thirty, ends right. at eleven thirty, and it's like eleven thirty five. Right, and that is that is something that I've had the experience of actually, really? like being just mad. Like it's literally only bre- breakfast. Maybe I'm literally like a few minutes late. Like it was fifteen minutes late, but still, like you got breakfast, but it's probably still warm or whatnot that you haven't sold yet. It's like. I hear you, Christopher, but it also is that they have rules that they have to follow. I am actually on the side of the institution right now. (laughs) They have their rules and their stipulations, and they tell you it's a certain time. You come after that time, it's no go. What's the point of ending breakfast literally 15 minutes before lunch? 
like that. To start lunch. What is wrong with you? I mean, like, oh my god. That means you still have breakfast. It doesn't matter. Anywho, I get it off track on wow. this situation. You, you don't understand. I understand. understand. And I understood his rage and anger in that moment. Okay. I okay. I understand his rage. I'm. I can see from both perspectives, but I still think that he's wrong in that situation. Fair enough. They cannot open. It's like opening the door to one person. Then you might as well let everybody else in as well. I just think that they should just be able to sell breakfast all around. I'm pretty sure that more stuff like that is. It's nowadays is common. It's well, like I don't know. I haven't been to a fast food restaurant in a while. Me too. Fast food will ruin your gut. It will. <laughs> They're saying that all their stuff is organic and whatnot these days, though. Organic, you know, exactly. But <sighs> actually, it's all a conspiracy to keep the weak down, the weak and poor in poverty. It's all a conspiracy. But we're not going to talk about that today. I don't know where you're going with that. But okay. Anyhow. My favorite part of the movie, well, maybe not my favorite part, but a part that I liked is when he is trying to, well, yeah, he's trying to get home, but he goes to buy the, what do you call it? The little snow globe for his daughter, which yeah. was actually a great deal yeah. because it turns and I don't have a snow globe like that. <laughs> I've never even seen snow globes that turn that way. The entire um, And how much it was? Part, like three dollars? Yeah. Wow. That's a deal. <laughs> uh, anyway, so down the street was this guy who was saying, he was protesting that I guess they wouldn't let him they get alone. Him alone. Yeah. Um, at the bank there, and they were t- what the reason that they told him is that he wasn't economically viable, viable exactly. Yeah. And the police soon come along and they arrest the guy and take him along. Yeah, yeah. But he looks out the window and looks the the car that stops maybe at the lights or in traffic, yeah. and he looks at our main character defense and says, "Don't forget me." Yeah. The reason. Why I think that part is so... It's important for me. Because later on, we find out that Defense also lost his job. And they told him other things like that as well. That he wasn't economically viable. And that, you know, he was too... He was over-skilled or whatnot for his job. And, you know, that, 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 that... place that you end up being sometimes when you get older yeah. folks in the certain you're too old you're overqualified right and they can easily hire somebody else and pay them less right so i like that scene though where the guy tells him don't forget me yeah it kind of also kind of harkens up to the end when he meets up with the the uh the or other main character the cop who's get, get who's retiring on this day and happened to see defense uh that morning get off his car and just right. leave traffic he has his own thing going on with like work and retiring his wife and mm-hmm. just like he was considered a a desk cop right. and i think you had a you had a problem with how people were treating him just because he was a desk cop because it's like yeah, yeah it's... paperwork needs to get done exactly see i don't know if people don't know how 
like any institution really works if there are people who do this thing called street work or the footwork there's people who have to write up things yeah. for what they have done exactly you know and even those people themselves have to do paperwork as well yeah. you shouldn't look down on paperwork paperwork is a headache well it may be <laughs> But, you know, everything is in the records. Paperwork sure. is very important <clears throat> to organize things and allocate things and, you know, people in the right place and blah, 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 blah. Anyway. Yeah. And I, and everybody's talking about him. It's like, oh, you know, the last cop who got, who retired, he uh, he died the same day. They're right. all making jokes. Um, So over the course of the day, he's like, Figuring out that these res- all these crimes are happening in a line and it's the same person who's committing them. So, and he's trying to get help and figure out what's going on, but all his other colleagues are getting his way. They think that he's like, stop trying to like do a case on your last day or whatever. His boss is like l- looking down on him, thinking that he's a he's lesser of a man. Yeah, just or because he like, doesn't curse. Yes, because he doesn't it's curse. Like, what kind of criteria is that? That is the weirdest one I've ever heard. Like, seriously, I don't know about that one. I curse a lot. Like, I'm pretty sure our podcast listeners know, but I've never heard cursing to be, like, a sign of, like, manliness. It's weird. I don't don't have anything to say. It's a weird one for me. I don't know about that. But he eventually meets up with him at the end. And this is bringing back to the point about don't remember me, the guy telling him. Because (laughs) at the end... He kind of has a standoff with um, defense, mm-hmm. and defense is like I've kind of he's like I he accepted that he's kind of lost it and that he there's he's nothing left to give to his family. And he right. almost killed his wife and almost killed his daughter because he wanted him he wanted to like end it all, and he's like at least when I am done, my daughter will get my insurance money. You know, that type mm-hmm. of way. And he, so he pulls out the toy gun and the guy shoots him and he falls over the edge. And it's like, yeah, don't forget me. In my opinion, it wasn't that great of a movie. Of a movie. I liked it. I didn't dislike it, but I don't know if there, there are some things that are supposed to be comedic. Yeah. But I did not really find the movie to be comedic no i didn't find it to be humorous i didn't find it a tragedy or a a societal depiction or or whatever really it's just one guy is having a really really bad day well there's that but he also we were we, we were shown later on that he had issues yeah even before he lost his job. The thing that I liked as well is the wife was like, he had he had issue, but he never hurt her. He never like hit her. So and that's why the cops were like, "Are you sure your husband?" Is, and like, this even a is threat? the problem with the cops. We need to talk about the cops. They only come when a crime is committed. Oh yeah, that's the kind of do they jobs. prevent crimes? No, <laughs> I mean that's what they're supposed to. Okay, I don't want to like hate on cops. I'm sorry, but it was so ridiculous his reaction to her. Because at the end of the day, because the, the first set of cops stayed for a while, 
right? Because they they responded to her saying he he called here. He we have a restraining Arden. He says he's coming here, and it says he hasn't gotten here yet or whatnot. And he he called again, and she called the cops again. And the second call was kind of like annoying. I like when she said, "If you want better car, if you you should vote for more patrols or some shit like that." I was like, "That's some real dismissive shit right there." This woman, and then at the end, she was right because he exactly. almost freaking killed them. Exactly. And the the I, I like that ugh, that guy, the, Which guy, the chief. The chief had the balls to be like, one of our own was the one who was tracking this case. Right, he went before he was and... all like <laughs> dissing the guy, talking about how he's not a real man because he doesn't cuss. And then he was like, uh... He said, fuck you fuck very much. You, fuck you I will not much. forget it. Because I think I would have said the same thing. Right on TV in front of everybody yeah. to see is like, yeah, fuck you too, boss. Uh-huh. Goodness. And walked away. Because he's retiring, he don't like give a That's shit. That's right. <laughs> but I like this movie. I had heard about it um, for years. I knew about this movie for years. I've seen the clips that you know, you know, these stuff like the I'm the different clips I of him like I've just seen doing this different movie things, before. But if I haven't seen it, maybe I had just seen clips somewhere. You yeah. know, maybe on a Sunday, one of those channels yeah, that show yeah, movies yeah, yeah. like Probably. TNT or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's old enough that I probably would have seen it. On yeah, TV probably. But I decided that we should probably just give it a watch, and I think it was it was good. I overall yeah. liked it. It was good. It was good. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Okay. Uh, our next movie is one that you brought a very new movie as well. It is. It's called Nobody. Mm, nobody came it out. It actually came out earlier this year. Yes. It was supposed to come out last year. It's our newest movie on this list, actually. Yeah. But their whole pandemic and everything. Ah, yes. Yeah, and cold. then they delayed it and whatnot. Anyhow, it came out earlier this year. Mm-hmm. It's about a gentleman. Gentleman. He is a gentleman. What? Okay, okay. <laughs> a guy. You want me to say guy? I didn't mean that he's a gentle man. I just meant that he's a man. Okay. A male. I can't say gentleman? Yeah, you can. But I mean, gentleman kind of like puts a different image in my head. It's about this dude, right? <laughs> Who one night his home gets broken into mm-hmm. by these two robbers and he is going to he was trying to prevent it prevent it he's going to knock sure one of them. and one of them had his no his son came down because he heard it as well and he tried to like restrict one of them mm-hmm. and the father was going to attack but he didn't because he saw the other one had a gun pointed at his son so he let them go and gave them what they want and, and all that time weird thing we were watching the movie he didn't want to um at that part of the game, he didn't want to like have the gun go off and hurt his son or right have, like, that's somebody what we were thinking exactly but well after that his i guess his son mostly and maybe his wife a little bit Everybody started knows. to look down on him and and the neighbors and people at work were you know all saying the kind of things that they would have done if it was them and <laughs> blah 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 it actually turns out that our dude is <laughs> just say what you want to say gentlemen we all have a- 
Our gentleman is not just a plain old Joe. Mm-hmm. He turns out to be some kind of, I don't know, special ops who used to do like clean up work and like An is auditor. nowhere. An auditor. Can exactly. He's he's the kind of people who when we watch movies and they get killed, they get told things like, if you take out this mission, we can't claim you as United States citizen. <laughs> you know that kind of thing? <laughs> or your yeah. family will never know how you died kind of thing yes yeah 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 he's he does that kind of work yes he had been laying low for several years you know he wanted to have a family Mm -hmm. and all of that nice beautiful stuff but what actually end up triggering him was when the daughter her (laughs) her like bracelet or something like that it seems like it got stolen or whatever so he like tracks down the robbers and tries to find it because he's like you can't touch things that belong to my daughter you know he didn't give away his 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 ring either he was like no they asked him for the ring, remember? Yeah. He was like, uh, he gave them the watch, uh-huh. but he didn't give them his remember, wedding also, ring. Also, before we get to him tracking them down, he saw the tattoo on one right. of them's hand. And he's walking around town that night looking for who the tattoo parlor and stuff like that. So he goes to this one tattoo parlor and he's like, I got a whole bunch of money. Can you tell me information or whatever? Yeah, and they try to like start shit or something like that. And one guy in the corner sees the tattoo that he has on his arm. Yeah. Like, like from, you know, military like, special. did you serve? He's like, yeah, I did. And he's like, thank you for your service. And, and he, like, walks in the- into, like, the back room. And he, like, closed the door. <laughs> then you hear all the doors lock. And then he, like, closed the window of the door as well. That was a very funny moment. Yeah, that movie. part was funny. It was like, oh, okay. Yeah, everybody else in the room was like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't fuck around with this guy. Yeah. So he finds out and he goes to the play- people's place. Well, it turns out that they don't have it. Yes. Um, this so... And something that it ends up making him not want to, you know, like, do anything more severe is that yeah. he hears the baby he realizes, that they have yeah. crying yeah. and he, like, comes that down to earth. Yeah, he's anyway, like... Anyway, <sighs> yeah. after that, he gets on a bus? Is that what he gets on the bus? <laughs> yes, he gets on the bus. Okay, so after that, he gets on a bus. And then it's late night, you know, a few people on the bus. And this vehicle with, like, I don't know, like, five guys crashes into yes. the bus. And these guys are drunk. And they get out of the car that's all, like, smashed up. And they get onto the bus. And they're rushing. Yes. And they start drinking. And some of the other... um. People get out the bus and they like circle around this lady, like blocking her off and all talking, whatever, you know. It's... And he's just like, make my day. Because <laughs> he's yeah. still like, what? he needs to, he wants to release, re- release the beast, yeah. they say. So, before that, this movie is also somewhat similar to Falling Down. The characters where they have this, like, I don't know, quiet rage. Or, or their rage, rage is boiling over. Okay. You know, it's like we're we're at boiling point right now. <laughs> it's like just 
look at me the wrong way <laughs> and lights go off so he kind of goes he kind of goes nuts on her because he sees they're they're troubling the girl so he decides yes. i'm gonna take this into my own hands yes and proceeds to beat the living ever shit out of them inside of the bus yes he did yeah and he feels good he does he does feel good he puts pretty much all of them in the hospital and when he gets home, he has, like, a renewed figure in him, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so he's, like, he's happy, he's tough, and, but the person he talks to on his radio, who we soon find out is kind of like an adoptive brother, right? is, like, you probably mess with the wrong guys, right. wrong Right, at first Russians. we were wondering if this, this voice was in voice his head. Was, yeah, <laughs> like a ghost or something. Because the guy says, I'm not coming. Uh, uh, when you're dead, you don't really got much to do. Right, but it turns out that he was just in hiding. Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, that was weird. It was. In the <laughs> beginning, I thought he turned on the radio and this person is dead? Uh, yeah. What? <laughs> but he's so... You find out that he's like connected the family of the one the guys and guys they work for some Russian right. guy. It's some the important. younger brother yes. of the one of the guys who like handles all of the money for this like Russian mob. For the Russian mobs, yeah. What they call Obshank? Yeah. Obshak or something. Obsh- yeah. Yeah. Obshak. Yeah. Obshank. Yeah. Obshank. Yeah. What do you name again? Obshak. I can't remember what his name is. Oh my gosh. Is it Julian? Oh. Julian. Oh my god. I was like, is it Yuri or Julian? But it's Julian. Okay. Yeah. So, this movie is very simple. It is. It's very, very simple. Guy has bad night, eventually snaps, finds people, doesn't commit the deed, unleashes on somebody else that he thinks is doing something bad, so he has the justification to use violence on him, right? So he does. And he kind of pays the consequences for it because he messed with the wrong people. But unfortunately for those people, the person who messed with them is not somebody to be messed with. Right. <laughs> they later on attack his home as yes, well. Yes, Where his family is. And he, he, this is the part where I think the son is all like recognizing. And the family is all like, what though? No, Fuck. the mother, we later find out that she already knew. She no, knew no, the no, line of work that he was from. No, she didn't. Yes, she did. No, she didn't. Yes, she, she was did. still confused. Don't forget when she was putting them in the car. He was like, "What's all this about?" She was asking like, "What's what's going on?" He's like, "I'll explain it to you later." No, no, no. She knew. No, she didn't. You don't get it. Anyhow, no, she on. didn't. She didn't know that he was a spy. Uh, not a spy, like, like this was his type of job. Yes. No, she didn't. Yes. Remember, because at the beginning she says. Um, when the son is asking for somebody to I participate know, in the army or war or whatever, who's a veteran, and she was like, "Oh, you cannot see your um, uncle. He uh, no grandpa because he was a he's real, a real soldier." I know he, exactly. She forgot or something. No, she doesn't know. She really no, didn't no, know. No, we no. thought I don't that. Believe it. Whatever. Can... Let me get to my point. <sighs> okay. okay, okay, okay. We'll figure it out <laughs> later on. I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? So my point is that when the mob the russian mob retaliate and send like their guys over to his house mm-hmm. 
he tells his family to go into the basement and then he like pulls down the side of the um what do you call it the, the light switch yeah, and, and then there's all like numbers down there and then this door slides <laughs> out and closes like what <laughs> and like the the Some house Batman is like turned into exactly <laughs> Anyhow, and then he deals with like all of these people and he doesn't kill all of them. No, he doesn't. He leaves some of them alive so he could barely, barely alive, alive. Yeah. so that he can later deal with them. Yeah. It was some Then he leads his family out and tells Reno to like get out to I'll deal with this and I'll explain to you later. Yeah. You're sure she didn't know? I'm pretty sure she did not know. I'm she pretty knew. sure she knew? No, we thought she knew. But we found, finally realized that she didn't know when that actually shit went down. Hmm. Exactly. In any case, the whole movie... I mean, do we need to explain the end? It's not really... It's self-explanatory. It's, it's very self-explanatory. The mob then later comes for him... At his workplace, which he had bought and from the boss. And he sets up like a trap. Yeah, he sets up a whole bunch of traps. His brother comes. His father comes after yeah. having been in a There's a, a whole bunch. Like, this is a thriller movie. Yeah, it's, it's like action, action There's a bunch of fights. It's, it's that guy at work you think is just a guy at work. Is this actually a secret badass? Yeah, right? That's, yeah. that's pretty much it. Right? And it was fun throughout. I quite enjoyed this movie. It was, it had a few gags. It was funny in my opinion. And it had good, good fights. Uh, Bob, um, Odenkirk did a good job giving off that. I'm a dad, but I'm also a scary motherfucker type of energy. It was a good, short, simple movie. And I yeah, think if you're I looking for something like that, to, to give it a go, it's perfectly, it's probably the most fun movie I say we watched um, that night. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, give it a watch. It's it's very simple, but if you're looking for some action trailer stuff, it's great. Yeah, it was good. Before we move on to the last movie, it is time for the tea of the day. Yeah, our new segment. The tea of the day is Tazo Passion. Yay! One of the teas that are by Tazo that I really enjoy. It has this nice creamy texture, in my opinion. It's very fruity and lovely. I just love how the hibiscus comes through and it's tangy yet sweet, but it's not overly any of those. And it has a little bit of sour, but it's not too much, you know? Mm -hmm. You can drink it cold, you can drink it hot. It's... I really like Tazo Passion. I have to tell you. I also like the purple color that it leaves my tongue afterwards. <laughs> it's just great. Okay? Gives me fair vibes. In any case, everyone should go and drink Tazo Passion if you get the chance. And now a word from our sponsor. Now our last movie is something that people considered a classic. It's called No Country for Old Men. Yeah, you're going to have to explain to me why people consider it a classic. Really? Yeah. Why? What did you think about the movie? Just give me your thoughts on what you thought about the movie. What was the movie about to you? Oh my gosh. What the movie was about yes. or what the movie was about about? No, I mean, like, what did what was the movie about, Kimberly? The movie was about this dude mm-hmm. who 
had stole some money because yes. a deal, like a drug deal, had gone bad. And yes. he found the money. He took the money. And then there's this cleaner who, you know, was supposed to take care of this whole situation. Mm-hmm. He realizes that someone took the money. And he, as the cleaner and hitman, has to hunt down this guy and deal with him as well. Yes. Yeah. That the is movie. the bare bones of the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's a lot of reasons why people really like this movie. It's more or less to do with like the theming of the of like some of the characters and what they what what they're talking about like fate and destiny and like especially with Chigura. I saying his name right? No. Anton Chigur. right? Is our uh assassin sent to take care of Moss who mm-hmm. finds all this money and the first one of the first scenes we see him win, not the one where he kills the actual police officer. Well, probably that one as well. The officer says he has this handled. He has this handled and he puts down the phone. And when he puts down the phone, Sugar is right behind him already, grabs him and literally strangles him to death. Yes. And that is like one of those things where it's like everybody thinks they are prepared or have a handle on certain situations when life does not give a damn and just died right there. That's kind of like the core thing of the movie in that life kind of feels like it can steamroll you in, and no matter what you do, you can't fight it. And Chigura is always like flipping his coin. And I'm saying his name wrong, am I? It's Chigur. Chigur. How hard is that? I am sorry. Just call him Anton. Let me just call him Anton. Gosh. <laughs> so Anton, uh, he has that scene with the the store owner, and the store owner asks him about if he's done Dallas, and like just try to make polite conversation, but yeah. he kind of Anton kind of like takes it. Like he he definitely has an issue with just people with asking normal conversation. <laughs> yes, he'd rather people not talk yes, to him. Yes, he I would feel. rather not people like even look in his direction. And the conversation keeps going, and it seems like the guy who realizes that something is wrong. He's like, "I'm I'm going to close right now." You know, he's like, "What time do you close?" And I tell him, "What time do you close?" You know, he says, "At at dark." Is it dark right now? Is closing now, and just that type of like steady rise in like tension between until he pulls out his coin, and his whole thing is leaving it up to fate, so he doesn't have to like take responsibility for the deaths of people in a way. And he like that whole speech he gives the guy, he flips it, the guy calls it, he says heads, and he says you better keep it because that coin like took. It has 1952 on it. It took all this time to come back here to you to be today. We all got here the same way. And he flips that coin and he decides that man's fate and life right there. Okay, but then he says afterwards that it's just a coin. Yeah, it is. But it also was a decider of fate and life and death for that man. It's the same thing what he does at the end with Carla. That whole flipping and she says, You can't I can't choose to put my life in a coin when the only reason the only person that makes that decision is you right now. Exactly. That's the whole point of the movie. What? Life, death, fate, 
destiny not being able and not being in control of it like listen to the, what the um the sheriff is talking about at the end no at the very beginning remember the very say? beginning when he gives that whole talk about the um the kid that he arrested that he sent to the electric chair and the kid was talking about how the the, the cops and whatever the de or whatever said that it was a crime of passion because he killed his girlfriend and the kid said he didn't kid, kill his girlfriend he ki- he killed someone. Killed a girl. A girl. Okay, right. pretty sure it was his girlfriend. Anyways, he killed the girl, and he said the boy told him that he was going to kill someone. somebody. Anyways, right. and if he doesn't, um, if you don't, if you let me get out, I'll kill somebody. Anyways, right? right? I'll, he's like, I know I'm going to hell. I'll be there in 15 minutes. It. I really, for some reason, I really, really like that. That whole thing kind of sets up the entire movie, in a sense, and he's just like. How do you deal with that? That's the whole, um, the sheriff's entire, like, um, going through. He feels overwhelmed by, like, the increasing amount of violence that is just, like, Mm -hmm. showing up and just happening in this area. And just, like, what am I supposed to do? It's kind of why he's retiring in the first place. Because he feels overwhelmed. And I can't, he can't keep up with the times. And he just, like... I'm going to I'm going to remove myself before I get removed from myself. And then you have Moss or one of our main main characters who we follow for the most in the movie. And he makes all of these decisions. He's going to get that money. He's going to get Carla Jean and him out of town. He's going to do all these things because it's like money. He's blinded by greed. Yeah, I I don't what whenever i always see these things it's like if you find a lot of money (laughs) don't take it don't take it in real life it never works out well just like in a lot of movies that they show you when a person steals a whole bunch of money Mm -hmm. that is end up dead on some floor (laughs) you know dead in some ocean yes this end up dead somewhere, okay? Are bleeding out on death's door, yeah. Basically, I I just don't know why you know you would make that decision. I I I get all the things that money can give you, but if you were thinking logically, you would know that you cannot get away. You want to know where he made his mistake? I kind of like the whole duality of his character. He was an asshole enough to take that money and go but some part inside of him was like i need to go back and give water to that guy dying he couldn't like a sm- the smallest amount of compassion in him was like i need to go back and make sure that guy isn't dead and to give him some water hmm. it's like it was it's the if he never if he didn't have that if he did not do that and he had actually checked the money before he like if you have if you find a whole bunch of money Check to make sure you don't go to goddamn trackers in it. Like, for real. Probably like, does, though. If it's Take out money. the money, check to make sure to check the bundles, and move it into something else. That's you know? right. You have to move it into a different case. Exactly. But that one moment of compassion pretty much kind of sealed his fate. If not, increased the amount of danger he put himself in. Because... Him going back out there led to the Mexicans finding him and all that stuff and chasing him down. So, I get, right, that 
in the end, in the end, he stole the money mm-hmm. from. Is it the Mexicans that killed him in the end as well? Yes, because right, so of the actual mother. So he stole the, the money mother. from the Mexicans, and the Mexicans killed him. Yes. So everything, you know, yeah. ended <laughs> the right way. Basically, <laughs> I can't. I can't say. Anyway, um, but, but the Mexicans didn't if find he the money, didn't though. go back there. Yeah. It actually would have ended sooner his life. Probably. Because Chigger would have known where he was because of immediately. the tracker. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but the whole the whole movie is like this whole like little rat chase of it doesn't matter. The money isn't the important part. Right. It's about all of these decisions that these characters are making and they're all like inter inter like locked with one another how their their fates or destinies are interlocked with one another and how it's going to play out for all of them you got the cop who is like this i can't deal with this crap anymore you got chigura I mean, anton who is like he lives in this very very straight moral view of the world and he knows he he does not he does not bend or break for what he believes he needs to do. Like even if he was to get back the money or whatever, he would still kill you. Right. The fact that Moss is dead and he goes and sees Carla Jean because he promised Moss that right. he would do, this doesn't have anything to do with revenge. This doesn't have anything to do with like, oh, Moss is dead, so I don't have to bother with that girl anymore. No, this is about principle and what I believe and my what I promise your husband. Yes. He had a chance to save you, but he chose not to. And yes, he's dead. And yes, your mother is also dead. But I'm going to decide your fate with a coin toss right now. Like, they always say the same, I'm going to decide your fate. It's kind of, it's a really evil thing that, when you really think about it. Like trying to remove all responsibility from yourself for a for an act that you're going to do and just like leave it up to luck. I do that sometimes. <laughs> I mean, responsibility is a burden. Let's be Existence is exhausting, Kim. You're right. But that doesn't mean we have to be assholes about it. I never said that we're going to be assholes about but it. That's I kind of I really I like this movie for what it was trying to say. You know, which it's, is. Um, life sucks, and everybody is going to die. And all about what you, what you, what you do, and what you can do is try to live life the best you can. Hmm. Because it can, life will take everything from you. The best you can do is make sure your story is interesting. I guess. Wow. Like, for real. I don't know if that's how it works. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Like everybody, like just some decision. This just it's really all about what you choose to do. And a cop chooses to retire. An assassin chooses to continue on his killing path with no sort of remorse. And a guy decides that he's going to risk everything for a whole bunch of money that isn't his. Yeah. I like this movie. I wouldn't say I love it, but I really like this movie. It's okay. I, I see why people consider it such an amazing movie and whatnot. I wouldn't go that But I, I get it. I get it. I would say I get it. But I like this movie. 
I wasn't. I was expecting it to more like line up with our theme with the other ones, but it didn't. But that's fine. It was good. Again, it was okay. <laughs> well,、uh, that's our short review on those three movies that we liked. Yes, well, we must、I、have、liked. another. Oh, well, I like some things <laughs> as well. I have a few other things that I want us to watch too. I have a few things that I want us to watch, and I hope you guys will listen to us ramble about them again. Good night, everyone. Night, guys.